Hey everybody, welcome to the Marketing That Works podcast. Drew Bedard here. Hope you're having a great week, a great day. Thanks for listening as always. Please rate and review the podcast. All the uh, the reviews or the rates, the ratings have been going up. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you could take two minutes, one minute to do that right now. You don't have to review it if you don't want to, but the hit in the five stars helps grow the podcast and I certainly appreciate it. Um, love this special episode this week with a voicemail. So if you ever want to leave me a voicemail, go to anchor.fm slash, I think it's Drew Dash Bedard. And that's like my public page. And you can actually record a voicemail. And my buddy Leighton Hart uh, from Avenue Planning Group, the finest investment house in Johnson City, Tennessee, uh, left me a voicemail. And I'm excited to play it for you and uh, check it out. And then I'll be back with an answer in just a minute. Hey, Drew, Leighton Hart. Uh, Quick question for you. I don't know if you've covered this during your 100 plus episodes that you've done, but I'm curious if you have any comments on a smell or scent as part of your branding or as part of a company's branding. The the reason I ask is we were at this hotel in Charleston, South Carolina last week called the Dewberry Hotel. They've come up with their own signature smell uh, that they put into candles that are burning all over the hotel uh, in the bath products. So everywhere you go, this this scent is tied to the hotel and to the experience you're having. Um, And we even bought a couple of the candles because it smells so good to bring them home and have not burned the candles because we don't want to like waste that smell. Um, just the, the tie, the link to, uh, the emotion that we felt while we were there is, is so strong. We don't want to waste it. So curious if you have any riff on smell as part of your branding. Thank you, Layden, for the question and a very interesting question. Can you, uh, can you use smell as a marketing tactic. I love this, love the question, and it got me thinking about a few examples. Um, So I love the fact that that Charleston Hotel has made their own scent. You've got to know that there's a visionary behind that somewhere on staff or the owner to go that deep into making a custom scent that you smell. Um, I can only imagine what it smells like. And then pours it into candles and, and different things like that. I mean, that is... That's a fantastic tactic because when it, when it comes down to it, the root of it is those sort of sensory things that you remember from experiences, whether it's a high five or a smile or uh, fireworks or a flyover or, you know, things that happen within an experience for a customer is really unique and and you know it's very hard to do for brands but when you can land on it when you can capture it when you've got something you've got something special because those tend to be very ingrained memories they're called peak moments and it's talked about in one of my favorite books which is the power of moments by chip and dan heath um And I've talked about that book on the podcast before, but I highly recommend it. I'll put it in the show notes. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, it'll be in the little notes below the episode. But um, the power of moments, peak moments are what things... So you can look at a whole Disney vacation. I've talked about this example before. But there's certain aspects of a Disney vacation that stick out in your mind and you can't... You always remember them. I just went on a Disney cruise this year with my family and my parents. 
and it was fabulous. But there are like three or four things that I remember so vividly. And then the rest of it is, you know, kind of moving in and out and doing all these different things. But, um, you remember certain sensory items and those become peak moments of an experience. So Leighton talking about smell, a smell becoming a sensory peak moment is really interesting. So the few examples I can think of, one is, and I've talked about Jesse Cole and the Savannah Bananas, but I love the example of that on their season tickets. Um, they're actual, the tickets are bananas, like they're shaped like bananas and they're scratch and sniff and they smell like bananas. So imagine you get those at home and you scratch and sniff and all the way from young to old that leaves you with this sensory experience of, oh, the tickets are here and oh, I can't wait to go back to the bananas. It's going to be so much fun this year. Um, then you think at some of the, the more, maybe like 10 years ago, five, 10 years ago, but you think about retail experiences. So similar to a hotel experiences, but you think about an Abercrombie and Fitch. I mean, Abercrombie um, and Hollister and different places like that. Like you, it got to the point where it was almost uh, nauseating to smell it. But when they did it right, there was a certain essence when you walked by or walked into the store that you got from the cologne that they were spraying or the perfume. And it was like, you knew you were in that store and you knew when at the time that it was really, really, really hot, it was like, Oh, I'm, I'm in the presence of cool because Abercrombie's cool. And so I, I think using sense of smell in your marketing is really interesting. I mean, it has me thinking about, you know, what are the, what are the smells when somebody comes to a NASCAR race? It's, you know, the fuel, the rubber, um, those sorts of smells is actually part of the sensory experience. And it's not something to run away from. It's something to embrace. So even if tickets or something had the smell of burning rubber or fuel, like I know that's probably going to sound funny to a lot of people, but it's, you know, when you talk about it, think about the movies that talk about the romance of the smell of a baseball glove or the smell of a football, like a fresh football. Like when you smell those things, it brings you back or fresh cut grass when you were a kid. And I remember playing baseball and putting on my baseball outfit and, and putting on my uniform and smelling that fresh cut grass like that brings me back to a sensory experience and brands can actually make that part of their marketing. So I would think about that today. Can you make smell part of your marketing in a way that brings people back to a key peak moment that you tried not try not only tried to manufacture but is organically manufactured within your brand. So I love the candle thing. I mean, you think about Yankee Candle or you think about you go into these stores and it's those warm, you know, whether it's like apple pie or, you know, these different smells when you go into a candle store and it's just such sensory overload, but you're like, I got to buy a candle. I want, I want my house to smell like that or potpourri and things like that. So could that be an, uh, a part of your marketing? It's more of that under the surface human sensory experience type of stuff, but it really does just like it made a lasting impression on Layton. It can make a lasting impression on you. And I bet you, if I pulled some NASCAR fans that one of the things that they take away is, is the sights, the sounds and the smells. And it's, you know, seeing vivid lights and cars and the sound of a car, 40 cars going around at the same time, but there's also those smells of rubber and fuel. And there's just something that gives you adrenaline when you're in the arena, when you're in a football stadium, you're in an NBA arena, there's something to it. 
and it leaves you with those peak moments and peak memories that will stick with you for a lifetime. So think about that today. Thanks, Leighton. Again, Leighton Hart from Avenue Planning Group. Uh, I think Leighton's website is avenueplanninggroup.com. Give him a little plug there because if you send me a voicemail, I'll plug your business. So uh, thanks, Leighton, for the question. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you next time.